On today's episode of Recur Now, two bigwigs see strength in subscriber numbers. Plus, will 2022 be the last year of television as we know it? All this and more today on Recur Now. From ProfitWell's Boston HQ, it is Wednesday, February 12th. I'm Abby Sullivan. I'm Grace Gagnon. And I'm James Herrick. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. You know the deal. It's time for the news. Disney Plus is an undeniable juggernaut. This is quite frankly what every streaming service would like to read about itself. And for Disney Plus, this is the reality. NASDAQ published a report on Disney Plus earning a subscription price hike. With 26.5 million subscribers and an insane brand equity with fans, CEO Bob Iger said the Disney Plus launch, quote, exceeded even our greatest expectations. But how did they get here? Bob accredits a uniqueness in service, an excellent user interface, and the high quality of its brands and content for the blockbuster start. But the folks at NASDAQ look to the price point, and they say one occasionally overlooked factor in Disney Plus's breakneck growth is the service's bargain price point. That's $6.99 per month is what they point out. And if customer loyalty is any indication of Disney Plus's price point, they could likely turn to value-based pricing as opposed to competitive-based. You can price higher than your competitors because you're basing the pricing off what customers say they're willing to pay. If they're willing to pay higher than what your competitor is charging, then that just means more money in Disney's pocket. And they've got plenty of it. So we're keen to see what they do with this. If you're intrigued by value-based pricing yourself, we have a ton of resources on the topic that we'll link to in your subscriber newsletter. In more subscriber growth news, the New York Times also reports strong subscription growth. Revenue has risen 1.1% to $508.4 million, driven by a 4.5% increase in subscription revenue and a 30% rise in other revenue, mostly coming from the Times' new television program, The Weekly, and licensing revenue from Facebook News. But overall, ad revenue has fallen 11% for the New York Times, and that's $171.3 million to be exact. Revenue from digital advertising declined 11% as well, partially offset by growth in podcast advertising, the company said. Print advertising revenue fell the same percentage. So what's the publication to do? Focusing on subscriber numbers could be its play. We thought its increase in digital subscription price, which we reported on just last week, could be a classic case of pricing power. But it seems the New York Times could be grasping for a much-needed increase in revenue. We'll keep our eye out on this one to see which tactic their team has in place. And back to streaming television, Zora's Tinzuo says as early as 2022 could be the end of traditional broadcast TV as we know it. In 2013, there were over 100 million households with a traditional cable or satellite TV subscription. Today, it's around 85 million and sinking fast. So why 2022? Because this is the year most of the NFL's current media deals are set to expire. But now the networks have serious competitors. And in just two years, there will be all sorts of big digital media companies interested in showing those NFL games. Think Apple, Google, Hulu, Facebook, Disney, DAZN. But who knows? Perhaps the NFL will launch its own streaming service and capitalize on a seriously interested market. Time will tell. And as always, our eyes are peeled. What are your thoughts on Teen's idea here? Makes a whole lot of sense to me, but I'm interested in your take. Send me your thoughts to abby at recurnow.com and we'll chat. And that's it for your February 12th subscription news. Up next, a clip from our episode of Pricing Page Daredown, where we put Disney Plus against Netflix. For this episode in full, check your subscriber newsletter. 
Welcome to Pressing Page Teardown. I'm Patrick Campbell. I'm Peter Sato. And this week we are squaring off two media content titans. Netflix, the newcomer in the past 20 years, versus Disney oh. that's been around for almost a century at this particular, it might actually be around for a century. Have you ever been to Walt Disney World? I have been to Walt Disney World. What'd you think? It's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Let's jump in. Let's do it. So first up, Netflix, we've looked at Netflix before. Here. This is our first episode ever. We did collect fresh data though, because you don't want to use old data when you're looking at prices. No, you don't. Uh, what you're looking at here, you know, $7.99, they are really clear about when your free month ends. You have an $8 plan, an $11 plan, and a $14 plan. Main differentiators here are how many screens you can look at this on, and then Ultra HD, which is basically that 4K. And th those are really the differences. That's about it. Everything else is included. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, it's super straightforward. There's just a lot of check marks going on here. I think that they could clean up this design, you know, well, yeah. to be like, hey, you get all these things, right? Yeah. But Netflix, I think the one thing that they found is that content was king, queen, and god, no matter how you want to like define it. And as they produce better and better content, more content was on there, all of a sudden retention was better, and basically more users came because, oh my gosh, I heard about that new series on Netflix. And now, here's the problem coming for Netflix. Uh -oh. Oh. Disney Plus. Disney is basically coming out with a Netflix competitor. The catalog that they have is pretty insane. You're talking about some of the highest blockbusters, the most nostalgic shows and movies, and it's if content is king, queen, and god, Netflix may or may not have a problem because their content might not be premium looking enough when Disney basically kind of starts coming out with their own subscription service. Yeah, this will be fun. So you wanna see what's going on with pricing? Can't wait, let's do it. Okay, so this is this is pretty scary because Disney was looking at, the rumors were around seven to eight dollars per month. Uh -oh. And what do you think the data is gonna show us? And finally, a teaser for more pricing page teardown. This is Pricing Page Teardown Season 5. They have the Square Terminal, they have the Square Register, Square for Restaurants, Square for Retail. Their pricing is pretty rock bottom. Whether the pricing's right. Design-wise, I like this pricing page. Or the pricing needs work. There's just a lot of improvement here that can be made. Yeah. They have the analysis and the subscription solutions. That willingness to pay has a really, really wide range, yeah. particularly topping out over $1,000 per month. Pricing Page Teardown. And that's it for your February 12th episode of Recur Now. Check back here tomorrow for more. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com forward slash recur.